can't think of musical cues as good as Baby Drivers. Jesus, no, no, because no, I do the I do the intro on my own time, but That's like I mean, I mean, but the opening of the show is the most important part of the thing. And when you're faced with such a kinesthetic soundscape, beautiful thing as we just watched as Baby Driver, it's kind of hard to do it. Welcome to Heard You Saw. You're listening to the podcast. I'm joined here by In Order, Racy Wilkinson, Sean Nabra, Mina Delapina. Pete Fogarty, who I'll call Foghat for the entirety of this episode, <laughs> Shay Collins, EJ Lee, and Morton Wright. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello. everyone. Well done. That's very, very good. We have just seen the movie Baby Driver, and now we're about to talk about it. In keeping with the traditions of this podcast, I'm going to go around for you for your one-line hot take, your first thought, the first thing that comes to your mind when I say, Morton, what do you think of this film? I love that the music video that is based on featured in the film. EJ. I feel like I could marry the editor. <laughs> <laughs> That's I you're I not you're not a, you're not alone in that. I would also probably marry the editor because boy there was some editing here. Shay Collins, your first one line hot take. Please speak uh, at the phone. Vroom, vroom, vroom. I hope we got that picked up on the mic. That will also be his first take for cars free. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck hat. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy. So happy. I didn't stop smiling through the whole thing. So nice. yeah, I'm buzzing. Really. Marina? It is fast-paced movie. Like, I, I still can't calm, you know, calm down. You got a lot of adrenaline? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean? When even like the opening titles make me as happy as the action scenes, it's just... Mm. Uh, Racing? Damn car chase scenes. Dem car chase scenes. Dem car chase scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had a request from friend of the show, Joe Mance, to avoid outright spoilers. So we can't talk about any of the plot points in too great a detail, which might be a challenge because this movie goes some places. It's interesting. I think for me as a jumping off point, just as a freeform conversational thing to leap off with, who else was just like, you saw the opening sequence, you were like, yep. 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 Five yeah. seconds. Like, as soon as yeah. the music kicked in, yeah. like, yeah. you could tell there was just this. I mean, because it, it, it the music video. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the car. This is what he wanted to do with Scott Pilgrim. Like when he said that he described Scott Pilgrim as a musical, where rather than breaking out into song, they break out into fights. Like yeah. this is car chases, but it's just the whole thing as well. Like he's done it in this one. Morton, for the layman, yeah. for someone who has not seen the music video, please explain the music video. So the music video is basically just one shot of Noel Fielding in a car, <laughs> listening to a song and like kind of air drumming, just everything along to it after three people have jumped out at the start to go and rob, rob a, a bank. Oh, that's good. What song is it? I don't remember. It's I mean, not it's that well known. Or, or yeah. Mint Royale. Mint Royale. Something like that. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty much on board with this film from the moment it really began. I think the, the, the challenge of this podcast is that I think we're all in agreement that we all really enjoyed this film, right? Mm. Right? Everyone well, just... I mean, no. Yeah, not looking at Shay. Oh, Shay, Shay's yeah. for, no, for, This doesn't play well for the audio, but Shay's got their head in their hands and is making more of a sad face than I would say than a pumped face. Shay. No, that was fine. I liked it. That's the most unconvincing. <laughs> yeah, Shay, Shay, you, you know the ethos of heard your stories. It's just unbridled. Let's just react to the movie now. Yeah, so, so react. Yeah, it was fine. Was it fine? Yeah, it was fine. Just fine? Are there any other thoughts other than fine? No, fine. That was the reaction I was expecting to have, but I was pleasantly surprised. I think it's because literally just before this, I have sat 
and listen to two other people try and do a spoiler-free review as well, <laughs> which, which they managed. Good. Um, All credit to the Hoxton Movies team. Well done, guys. They were really kind of, not anti him, but like kind of like they pulled him up a lot on the what? female representation, uh, Egg Wright, oh. on the female representation in the film. I think that's a little bit harsh. Like, okay, there's not there's not brilliant female characters in it, but they're not terrible. No, it could like, have been I've worse. Yeah, I've it, seen it was. It wasn't it was gratuitous. Fine. It wasn't yeah. like he was. I fucking hate women. It no. was just he's made a film with mostly men, which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah. That's fair. Sorry, yeah. we shouldn't really it did allow better dinner. than no. usual. Yeah. I'll yeah. give it that. Yeah. For that. What? Genre. Usual for Edgar Wright or no, usual for, that for the genre. action genre? Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It did better than usual. Mm. Obviously, mm. you can do better. My 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 takeaway is I liked it. I thought it was good. I feel like after the first, when we the the kind of weird gap between the second act and the third act, it kind of lost me a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. definitely a point where I just hit and drag yeah, like yeah. I was just like we've lost that kind of rhythm mm. that kind of it wasn't as fun yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it got a bit bogged down in the heavy feelings a bit sort of I, I, I don't it hampered the third act for me in that well, sense as well the problem was that they then had to like set up the third act right before the third act because none of the character stuff that sets up the conflict in the third act happens in the first mm. You have that dramatic thing you, that you happens to, to that up, character that we can't talk about John in too much Hatt detail. And Jamie Foxx's motivation yep. right before the third act happens. Yeah. So that's why it feels like it slows down because... I feel like the sequence with the butcher, I just tuned out mm-hmm. and then the yeah, res- yeah, yeah, resolution yeah. of that scene happened and I was like, oh, okay. They could have skipped that. They could, Yeah, yeah I, I felt like that whole sequence could have just been cut for brevity and you yeah. could have just had the things building logically towards their conclusion. It felt... I will say... It was the greatest action sequence in terms of editing gunshots to yeah, yeah, yeah. drum beats. Oh yeah, that was oh, like yeah, yeah that's great. Pornography was yeah. fantastic. We, I, I think we can all agree that there's a big can of coke, for lack of a better term, um, going to the sound editor and the editor who clearly got on very well. Yes. And we're just all like, yeah. let's make something beautiful that really just works together. The scene that sold it most for me was not only the sound, the, the connection of sound and picture editing, but also the, the little tweaks in the scene when he's going to get the coffee at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was just, I think yeah, everybody in the audience could hear how much I was liking that by the fact <laughs> I was going, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we like grabbed each other during that scene. <laughs> yeah. Or was it that scene? Yeah, that yeah. was the scene when I was just like, okay. When they had the literal lyrics and like, yeah, you and see, and like Deborah walks past and she walks underneath the heart. And I was like, that's the female lead. We don't even know that yet. But now I know because you've told me language of film is happening. Yeah. <sighs> and the p- anyone he passes playing music is playing in the same key. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not necessarily the same mm-hmm. song. All right, yeah. Sean, mm. I'm looking to you. You need to give a spoiler-free recap of the plot, maybe just the premise. You gotta just because people don't know what we're talking about yet. We've mm. we've run wildly we into this what podcast. Film we saw? Oh yeah, it's, but then we said just in just in, just in case saw. I forgot. It's it, 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 it's Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's it's Baby Driver. I mean, I know that the title of this on my SoundCloud will say it's Baby Driver, but just in case you were confused, it it, it it's Baby Driver by Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Sean, if you would like to give yeah. us the premise. So, Baby Driver is about a driver named Baby. Uh-huh. 
um, who works for Kevin Spacey, who is probably someone from the Atlanta underworld. Yes. That's who carries out heists, and he becomes, baby becomes these lucky charm, mm. sort of getaway driver on every single job that he does. But how, how good at driving would you say baby is? He's fucking amazing. He's the best? Would we say he's the best? He's the best. He's the best. Yes. Best there ever was. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, so, um, while he is doing all these jobs, he meets a young woman called Deborah, who okay. with an O in the name, which I've never seen before. Deborah. Deborah. Normally it has an H on the end if it's got mm. an O. Mm. Yeah, so it's weird. Oh, no. oh. Anyway, I shouldn't be focusing on that. <laughs> 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 That's what bothers me. No. Um, but yes, he ends up falling for this for Deborah and ends up building a relationship with her. Um, as Baby has finished his last job, tried to get out, um, Kevin Spacey comes back around and says I need you for this one last job I need you for this big job would you say that this is the premise that this is the story of baby's last job yes <laughs> I, I would interject there mm. oh go ahead it's it's not that it's mm. not a last job it's not the cliche of a last job because it's just it's if anything it's a first job like he kind of makes the point mm. of saying that is the first mm. job that he will earn on like there's no that it's not like yes. in his mind it might be last mm. job and get away but it's not it's not the cliche of well, like a last if, job if anything film. you could say that the last job quote i'm doing finger quotes audio people um the last job um actually happens in the first in like the yeah. first act yeah, yeah, yeah and then he's all like oh you thought you thought you were yeah. out of the game you thought the movie could just stop here <laughs> baby no, yeah. mm. there's no escape mm. from so, yeah, no, spacing. That's what I really liked all the way through, was that mm. it's not the last job cliche as such. So I think it's, to anyone who's seen an Edgar Wright film before, I think it's kind of redundant to point out, like, Edgar Wright has a really good sense of visual style. Yeah, but I think, I think it, it looked like an Edgar Wright film, but it didn't, it yeah. still felt different, it still felt mm. distinct. Mm. Like, it yeah. didn't just feel like oh, he was just bringing out the same old tropes and the same cliches, the mm. same ways of cutting stuff together. Like, the, pr the percussion that you were talking about, the way it was all ed edited together with gunshots or doors opening, like, it gave it this, like... I don't know, this heartbeat, this pulse to the whole thing, which gives him energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he has in all of his films, but it didn't just feel like another one, like him bringing out the same old stuff. You know? yeah. Apparently for particular scenes, uh, cast members had earpieces in them, wondering. so they were listening to the songs right. playing out. Oh, yeah. And I was going to point playing. out before, I, I listened to Edgar Wright saying that um, not only were the music choices to do with, like, his favorite songs and what he wanted in the film but a lot of it was to do with timing especially with like that mm. beat at the beginning mm -hmm. and the walk sequence and especially with the gunshots and the drum beats mm. yeah so it, not all the um were like oh i'm just gonna have my favorite songs so a lot of it was like like really specific thinking about like the rhythm yeah, and how not, to make the jump 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 probably not jump. just made by edgar wright but also sound design and stuff it's like that. pretty remarkable though because like the kind of it's not even an unspoken rule. The spoken rule is you don't put song choices in a script. Like you just don't. <laughs> you don't put song choices in a script because you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. Because mm -hmm. it'll be like, no, that's going to cost more than that actor. So you're a, not doing it. They had a Beach Boy song in there. Did you catch that? I that must have cost a fortune. It was called. Um, Let's go away for a while, and it's from Pet Sounds. Oh it's an yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he first meets her. Yeah. Um, it's it must have it must have cost a fortune. Mm. It's a yeah. fucking Beach Boy song. Mm. And no one would have known that unless you're really familiar <laughs> with pet sounds. <laughs>
So it looks like Edgar Wright, previously small-time British director, now coming into like his own in the like larger Hollywood sense, is getting to make big, dumb, expensive decisions <laughs> to pursue his vision. Shay Collins, if I can call upon you, you've been sitting there rubbing your chin in a very thoughtful way. Do you have any thoughts you wish to share on the film? Because I feel like there's contention here, and I want to I want to create a sort of sense of conflict in the podcast. <laughs> That's a bit forced. It's a little, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's very forced. Like, you know, like, let's not pretend, guys. You all know these are organic conversations, but also at the same time, I've got a comp troll. Are you jealous of his jacket? Always. You should be. I'm always, I mean, my jacket's not bad. No, 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 I mean, is Shay jealous of baby's jacket? Oh. Good, good, good. Why would I want a blank one when it says Red Sox on it? Yeah, well, okay, we're going to get sports Because it was in, in Atlanta, not Boston. Oh. Yeah, I know, they have a shitty baseball team. Yeah, but they... Oh, they great, we're going to get... Be. We're making enemies of American <laughs> cities now. <laughs> Bad enough. Well, on the last podcast, we went to war with lost. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've already started picking fights with larger podcasts. Now we're going to start picking fights with American cities. Great. Oh, if this ever. If this, you wanted conflict. I did want conflict, but not of this nature. Shay, please get us away from shit talking Atlanta, your lovely city. No, I was shit talking Boston. Oh. Well, it was. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about how Edgar Wright writes. Um, yeah. He, this is his first solo written film, unlike any of his other films. Uh, oh yeah, because obviously, yeah. Um, what's his nuts? Simon, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, of course. Yeah. He's the, he's always co-written. Simon like, Pegg and yeah. um, Joe Cornish. And Scott Pilgrim's done by Michael Bacall, wasn't it? Yeah. And of course, based on the book by Brian Lee O'Malley yeah. as well, yeah. Um, yes, I'm wondering how does he write movies and what, what are his flaws in his script writing? What would you say are the flaws? I don't know. Well, Fistful of Fingers is just a script for jokes. And it's, that, that's his other solo written film where it's just like, this is just for jokes. And it's going for it. And the film is servicing visual comedy. Mm-hmm. And then Shaun of the Dead is kind of... I don't know. Shaun of the Dead and Hoffer is a very distinct... There's genre pieces more. There's genre pieces. It's like, Sean is obviously the zombie thing, but it's also about, like, toxicity of relationships, costing you everything. It's a kind of, like, broader theming. Hot Fuzz is, you know, about friendship, but also it's, like, a big pastiche of, like, the action buddy cop genre, you know, seen through the lens of, like, small town England. World's End is about alcoholism, dependency, and the toxicity of people who refuse to grow up as viewed through, like, an alien horror movie? World's End is an interesting... Oh, weird movie. It's a weird movie. I, I, the more I think about World's it End, the more rushed. I kind of like come back to it as being like, no, I kind of see what he was going for. That's yeah, the first thing it, I ever saw. I can yeah. see what he's... That's saying. a weird place to start. Yeah, I, that's the first one. Have oh, you seen Spaced? No. I will bring it in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spaced is super like, okay, this is where he comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think the, uh, the thing to always stress with the World's End is that it was massively rushed because of the situation with one of the working title producers. Like, oh. he was very ill at the time and it was the kind of thing that he was like, you gave me my break, I'm getting this made before. Like, he dropped Ant-Man to make he did. World's End before and <laughs> we see how that worked out. But um, <laughs> in both films... But Ant Man wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, but, I mean, Man but was it wasn't. Fine. Him, but it wasn't Edgar Wright. What I just mean is, like, World's End, like, yeah, I have problems with it, but at the same time, like, you can see what he was going for, so yeah. like, I'm forgiving of it. It's but. this big apocalyptic finish to, like, the Cornetto trilogy and that yeah. whole kind of, like, ah, I'm going to explore human themes through a sort of genreific kind of lens. But, Shay, you were talking about the tropes and traits inherent to Edgar I'm, Wright's I'm writing. Thinking. 
Still think, uh, still cogitating. Okay. I would say, in in terms of what you were saying about Fistful of Fingers, how that was in service of like visual jokes and whatnot. This was obviously in service of music, but also the visuals as well. Mm. And I think that's why it what it did it did dip. But there was still some really great one liners in there. We yeah, there were, yeah, the characters. Yeah. I believed in all the characters. Yeah, like, the cast mm. were all like really well suited to their roles I thought like, mm. they were really on point with the timing as well like comic timing like mm. the, I think the reason that it dragged his voice because the music stopped serving the visuals that's like, there what was I mean far yeah, less yeah, of yeah. that kind of percussive beat keeping things going there yeah. was less of the kind of jokey songs going on it was just it was emotional beats yeah the film I would say it reminds me of the most I wouldn't be surprised if I am the only person at this table to see it because I have the masochistic <laughs> Tendency. Uh, shoot him up. Oh, I is that the Clive Owen one? Yeah. I just called Giamatti as a character literally called Bugs Bunny. Nope. And it was like, it was, it was, again, it was that kind of idea that it was like, rather than like breaking into song, you would break into a gunfight. And it was just, so, and it was really weird. And it tried to do again like the kind of quick sound editing and whatnot as well. It's, it's atrocious, <laughs> but it's like this. This is like this is it done well kind okay. of thing. Mm. But, yeah, I'd been told ahead of this movie that um, a lot of people were raving to me about how John Hamm, like, was great, and I disagree. Like, yeah. John, was like, he was fine. He was, fine. He was being John Hamm, yeah. being like a slightly grungier John Hamm than we used to. Not yeah. really the Weird smooth. Yeah, he had, back he had my haircut. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, you I, pull I, it off. Thank you. <laughs> He wasn't menacing enough. Like, no. like, Jamie Foxx was so much more intimidating. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I loved what happened to Jamie Foxx in this movie, non-spoilers, oh. of course, but I, I think his character was so much more, like, the... drove the agency mm. of it, was so much more in, linked in with, like, you know, making Baby as a character feel uncomfortable and got at, and then you kind of end up with John Hamm being, like, the final opponent, and but I'm like... there was no menace Do you to think him that's because he was completely sane? Like, Jamie Foxx's character, you were kind of like, well, he could kind of do anything. He's just kind of mm. chill yeah. people. Yeah. But John Hamm's character is relatively rational, so there's nothing ever unexpected about him. Isn't the point that John Hamm's character is almost like the like Nega Scott, he's the Nega baby. He's what would happen yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if it just kept going and if Lily James then got involved in that. That's the point that he's facing off against, like, this older... Yeah. Well, like, baby would have gone to Wall Street? No, 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 no. He, like, he would, used to be a driver and then just kept oh, on going yeah. and, like, dragged other people into it. And, like, the And, the but, like, woman. he would still have Lily James in that love, but, like, that, that's what he would become. He would become John Hamm's character. Like, yeah. John Hamm gets into the business because he makes a mistake and he falls into it and then keeps going. Yeah. And that's what would happen to Baby. I think that's the I think He was that's supposed to be point. finding his future self. Yeah. I, I, well, I think that's a reasonable enough theory. I don't think the movie communicated that to me specifically. I don't know about anyone else. Did you feel there was that kind of... I think it makes sense. It makes, like, yeah, I can see it, but I'd, I'd sort of be like, I don't feel like they established John Hamm's character enough as having enough personal parallels to Baby. I mean, they like... He, he's, they, they, he's, he's a pre, he's a wheel man before, and he's like, I listened to Brian Roll. Yeah. 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 It's, kind of. No, it's subtle. Like, they don't, they don't hit you over the head with it. Well, no, it's subtle, but at the same time, they had that whole sequence where you had Jamie Foxx being like, hey, John Hamm, I'm going to lay out all of your shit. Which was all different to what Baby's shit was. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And, I, and I was like, that felt much more like obvious theming. It's like EJ said, that's, that's how it doesn't hit you over the head with mm. it. Like, yeah. Maybe if those scenes had happened in a different order, then it you could then kind maybe. of see it a bit more. But again, that would again be hitting you over the head with it. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I 
I liked that kind of parallel definitely, but so, his character and his performance lacked the menace that Jamie Foxx had, and it meant like yeah, it lost a little bit. So so what we're saying is I was too stupid for this movie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm. So we're you at the twenty minute. Say that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the twenty minute mark. I'm now going to go around for you guys for your final thoughts. Oh, Morton is gesturing that I should start from the other side of the circle. I mean, you introduced me last. I, so. I did. Oh, you okay. Right. Well, fair enough. Let's just change up. Just start with Pete. Um, I really liked Ansel Elgort, which I wasn't expecting mm. to. I'd only mm. seen him in The Fault in Our Stars. and I Was that like, that guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never saw he that movie. He was one of the Han Solo shortlists. Oh, yeah. he was really good in this movie. Mm. I really wasn't yeah. sure what to expect, but I was really pleasantly surprised by liking him and thinking that it was really charming and he suited the kind of just... Like, like acting cool to music can be such a hard thing to do, but yeah. he did it really kind of like effortlessly and really mm. nicely. Mm. Like Excellent. I didn't just kind of turn off from him right at the start. I was on, I was on his side. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a big, beautiful giraffe. A giraffe mingo. I don't. No, we're not doing no. corporate thing. Get out. <laughs> Get sponsorship. No, why you gotta ruin my podcast? I bring you back after a hiatus and you fucking shit in my lap. Jesus. I chose not to come. All right. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right, Sean. Can I get your closing uh, thought, please? Uh, it's something like, you know, a film that relies so heavy on music. You know, it could have gone down a very bad route. And, you know, I think most of us all saw Suicide Squads and realized Oof. that was a film that tried to rely so heavily on music. I avoided that film. It, Me too. Uh, we all regret midnight decisions. Just for that. to check, did, did thank you for taking that bullet. For who us. around this table actually saw Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so three people. Marina, was that no, a yes or a no? Sure. no? That was a no. Okay. No, she has taste. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's having you know, it could have gone down that route if it was not done properly. You know, editing like action to your music or just any scenes to the music, I and mean, then it was just done so expertly done. It was just. It was just wonderful because it was just like every time like you would have a good piece of music that worked well on the scene, I was smiling like ear to ear, you know. And it was just, you know, it was just just a fantastic watch and probably up there with one of my favorite films of the year. Excellent, Racy. Um, I think like the parts that hit well, I really enjoyed, but like the parts that really dragged it. So like, um. Like when the when I just sort of phased out basically because I do that a lot, it sort of just brought it back down and didn't make it as a wholly enjoyable movie that it could have been if it just kept going. Because I I like I watched rewatched Hot Fuzz recently and I was just like on that the entire time. But I mean, it was still a really good film and I yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just some bits dragged it down so I couldn't enjoy a hundred. Less, less consistent than previous yeah. Edgar Wright efforts? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. I'm not All very right. good with words. EJ. Okay. Um, I went into this having very low expectations, mm. and I knew that I would just want to be watching it for the editing, and it was way better than I ever dreamed that it would be because mm. it was so consistent throughout the entire film, and I just want to watch it again and focus on all of the cuts and how they all fit together and all the mm. offbeats and... The syncopation. I'm really editing. looking forward to any number of well-known YouTube channels where they do like, let's break down the editing yes. of this movie. <laughs> yes. I feel like there's like a good 45 minute long video mm. and just like, look at all this crazy shit yeah. that they do. Yeah, yeah I that, agree with that. That I would mm. watch. Um, the story was fun. I was like into it. Um, it drags sometimes, but 
Yeah, overall, just like, uh, the editing was so good. In a, if I may just interrupt final thoughts for a moment, in a spoiler-free way as possible, I kind of just want to gauge the feeling in the room, the ending sequence, yay or nay. I tell you what, I'm just going to go around the table and just get a yay or nay on the ending, because for me, I was Which kind ending? of... The ending ending, like the way the final stuff happens. As in final five seconds, specific. five minutes, like, like, like climax, like the resolution. Like the final ending bit, like the last two to three minutes, okay. where that whole bit, which we can't talk about okay. in specifics, yeah. happens. Because I was kind of, I don't feel like we really need to see this. This mm. kind of is detracting from my enjoyment of the film. Mm. You should have already finished. Why are you still going? Morton, yay or nay? Uh, nay, it was the kind of like accessible mainstream audience way to end it. Yeah, it felt weird because Edgar Wright's never necessarily strayed away from having weird dark endings. Like like we were talking about The World's End, that yeah. ends on a really like weirdly dark moment. You're like, holy shit, okay, alcoholism has destroyed the human race, cool. Ruha, you know, as a whole thing. EJ, yay or nay on the ending? Um, mixed. I was, I was not sold on it. I was disappointed by how it started, and mm. then once it started going, I was just kind of like, this is fine. Yeah. But I was correct about the end credits. Ah, yeah. Very true. Told you before. Shay, yeah, yay, yay or nay on the um, ending? Mixed again. It wasn't enjoyable to watch the ending. It wasn't like, it, but if for the story, it was important, and I think you're wrong. It's not the mainstream Hollywood way to end it almost. Uh, like, it w it would be like actually yeah no I, I get what you mean there yeah there's a much more mainstream Hollywood yeah, ending for I it that's yeah what they were doing. yeah 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 um, but they don't do that but then yeah no true this is actually what would happen in this yeah. case. and that's that's good okay um without spoiling anything I actually thought that they were going to make some sort of big kind of statement with how it was ending mm. like something more society based like uh but they didn't really commit to it. They kind of did. I'm, I'm a bit mixed. Like, I think it was, it was yeah, um, it was getting to the point where I was, I was hoping that things would sort of just sort of finish on a nice big bang, and it kind of went on a little bit too long. So, That's kind of yeah. where I was. I was like, they had a big climactic moment. I was like, oh, this could be a great ending shot. Yeah. Oh, we're still, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I would describe as, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but with source code, yeah. Yeah. So, source code where they have unmistakably what is the last shot of the movie yeah. and then it keeps going for like six minutes and you're like no 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 you no 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 you had a perfect <laughs> ending please go just cut marina yay or nay on the ending um, mixed as well i think the whole film was in a full kind of interesting decision it wasn't like too cheesy yeah like you know it's kind of subtle so i accepted it <laughs> yeah sean um, both yay and nay, because like, I definitely feel like, you know, you could have taken out those sort of last two minutes, you know, and ended it at... That point. Minutes, yeah. you know, damn you, Joe. I love um, that we can't talk about the content <laughs> of the ending. Just for Joe. Just, <laughs> just for you, just Joe Mance. Joe who's... Oh, God. When you like, listen to this, you better, like, send us all nice messages. Yeah, everyone. But, yeah, like, I can understand their reasoning for why they wanted to put in that ending as well, you know, mm. so I can understand that sort of reasoning, even if I feel like they could have ended it with, by taking out those last two minutes. Mm. Racy? Yeah, I, I agree with Sean, like, it's a nay for me, but, like, yeah, you could ended it at one point, but, like, yeah, we'll drag it on, but it's not too distracting, it's not like, oh, it takes away from the entirety of it. 
It's not atrocious, basically. A slightly snubbed note. Yeah. In an otherwise good piece of music. Oho, <laughs> oho, uh-huh, uh-huh. doing a thing with musical theming? Anyone? No, no. Marina, why don't you save us from my terrible jokes with your final thoughts? <laughs> I really said some. I think it's a fun film to see during mm. the summer, especially. Yeah. Nice. Morton. It's kind of like the positive love child of <laughs> kick ass shoot them up as we've already mentioned and kind of every driver like based film yeah particularly drive mm. it but did feel very much like a sort of less less serious version yeah, of drive. yeah yeah especially like, that but, opening sequence yeah oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i should drive. watch the I main should watch drive again holy shit my main final thought is that I dread the amount of imitators that there will come in about like two years' time. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's, and it's, they will not work. They will not take the good bits like this has. They will just take the general message mm. of the editing and just fuck it up. Well, on the other hand, it's good to see like a film that you could say is positively trying to influence the complexity of editing. Because that was a yeah, complexly yeah, yeah. edited film. And if more films try and emulate that, I'm like, yeah, sure. Have a couple of bum notes. Have people like make some shit films trying to do it, but at least they're trying now. Rather than necessary, it's more like editorial style rather than just invisible editing. Yeah, would be my take. But Shay, final thoughts. Um, this feels like the opposite version of an Edgar Wright film, where most Edgar Wright films style serves story, whereas this film feels like story is serving style, like style is the most key thing here. Mm. So I think I need to rewatch with that kind of frame frame of mind. More about like the feeling of it yeah. rather than like the nuts and bolts of it. Because every other Edgar Wright film is a very tight story that and there's strong emotional cause. But this feels more like, oh, I wanna make a big car chase set to music film. I need to have a story to go along uh. It seems reverse engineered, so I need to rewatch it with that. Jump in mind. So the unfortunate thing is, guys, as is tradition on Heard You Saw, normally we arrive at some abstract, ridiculous point that has nothing to do with the film as our final thought. But it seems through all the discussion that we've had here, we've actually arrived at just, yeah, the movie's all right. I thought it was better than alright. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. Generally yeah. positive. Yeah. yeah. Everyone should go see it. Everyone should go see it. Really, really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ask us again in a week. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll still like it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, when like I've listened it. to the soundtrack a few more times, then I'll be even more on board. All right. I think we should rebrand it as Fast and Furious 8. Make people see this instead of Fast and Furious. It's possible. Oh, I can't unlock my phone. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, this is all going in. Oh, no. It's tremendous. So, uh, I've got nothing to say for the ending. Is this, just is this our first flaccid finish? <laughs> and there it is. That's the ending. Enjoy your flaccid, empty ending, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>